ZMT Sports back. Back. Tom, what a fucking fantastic week that we had last week. And my God, did we have a shit week this week? Can't wait to get into it. Can't wait to talk about it. Um, do you have any opening statements before uh, we get into our two teams absolutely being dog shit like we are used to? Last week was, last week reminded me why I hate football. Correct. Correct. And it reminds me why I'm such a pe- pessimistic fucking asshole when it comes to the Cowboys and it's deserved. Um, yeah, at least the Giants got a win. <laughs> he could have asked for a better week. Yeah, Tom, you got to stop ranting about him. Or just, uh, <laughs> I do. I'll dude. touch on that. I'll touch on that next. All right. We oh, will. God, I just said the Donald Trump fingers. So I was just like, I'll touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> big fan, big fan. All right. We will be right back. <laughs> See MT Sports back, back local landscape favorite team coverage. Best local landscape. Who, who, who wants to uh, who wants to start here? Because last week we both got wins, so it was fun with backup quarterbacks. And then this week, <laughs> absolutely embarrassed. This week was was how it was all last year for us, basically. This week was what I thought last week was gonna be. Pretty much. <laughs> It just was pretty much it just fucking flip flopped. We had drunk. all the confidence in the world. Um, I mean, I, I do, I do. I mean, if we're just gonna get into it, I'm just gonna start off how I feel about the Jets. I think if Mike White played and didn't get hurt the first drive, I think the game would have been closer. The fact that he even got close at the end, I know it was garbage time and stuff like that. But the Jets' offense looked like they put together a little bit at the end there, and I'll let you get in, uh, get into touch they with did. it. And um, and yeah, go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll, big- I'll let you start off. All right. Well, I'll be short and sweet because the game was Thursday. It was a long time ago, so it's good. But we did get breaking news about 25 minutes ago before we started. Mike White will be starting this week against the Buffalo Bills. A little whiteout action. Let me Um, ask you something real quick before. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Let me ask you something. Is Zach Wilson good to go, or is he still hurt, or are they just deciding to start Mike White over Zach Wilson? So Salah had his press conference while I was working. I had it on um, on on my little Google Home next to me, and he – so he, he was weird because last week it made it seem that when Zach Wilson's healthy, he was going to start no matter what. He's running scout team all week. He's going to be fully active in practice. There's going to be nothing holding him back, but they're starting Mike White. And Salah made a really interesting quote. He said, the players in the locker room will always have a say on who starts at quarterback. So Which think- makes it seem to me that the locker room wants Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah, because of the what he did in Cincinnati and how hot they started against Indy for him to get hurt, for them to go back to Zach Wilson off an injury against this tough Buffalo team. If the offense came out flat, that could totally ruin their confidence as a team in the locker room in Zach Wilson. So I think Sala knows let's start Mike White here. It's going to be a tough matchup. He might not look good, but it's his job to lose now. I think that's literally what Sala was trying to say. If you read in between the lines. It's Mike White's job to lose. If he keeps playing well, he's going to start every game until he plays multiple games that are bad. And then they'll go back to Zach Wilson because they don't care. This regime doesn't care where they were picked, what number they were picked. They all hold the same value. The best player is going to play. So we don't we don't care that our number two overall pick is running scout team this week. Who gives a shit? If Mike White's the real deal, we'll trade Zach Wilson for picks and we'll move, go our merry way. Like Things like this don't happen to the Jets. So I'm super excited for this week. 
And I just want Mike White to play well because honestly, fuck it at this point. I am a big but, fan of Mike White. I like him. I mean, a lot. It's the underdog story. We're all fans of that. You know, like Zach Wilson's the pretty boy, the number two pick, BYU, big hype, all this kind of stuff. If he does well, it's expected, right? Mike White plays well. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. And and that first drive that he put together with the Jets against the Colts, I mean, they're already down seven nothing, already some adversity. And yeah. he dri- and he drives them down the field and face an injury in the middle of the drive. And still do it out. And still finish out and do a touchdown pass. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. It was so demoralizing. And I, that was my first takeaway, too. And you said it perfectly. It was, it was so Jets, man. It was like, it is very Jet like. We, this guy, is it for real, right? After coming off the Bengals week, is this for real? And he leads a drive like that. He starts seven of 11, 95 yards, throws a touchdown pass, is pointing, like all pumped up. It's the first time in probably two or three years where I'm watching the game with my dad and he throws a touchdown pass and we're both like, yes. And we give each other a high five. Like it's the first time, like his last couple of years, it's kind of been like, all right, when's it going to implode or why are we even watching and wasting our time? But this dude has given all Jets nation a reason to watch. And we were so pumped up because he's not, he's a rookie, but he's not a rookie. It's the first time he's playing meaningful snaps, but he's, been in a league drafted by Dallas, played behind Dak, then went to, you know, he's been with these quarterbacks and he's been learning and taking things off of them. And now he's getting his chance and he's playing well. We're like, let's fucking go. And then when the defense in the ball, we hear developing story, Mike White's in the blue tent in the sideline. And we're like, are you, and then he's out for the rest of the game. And you're just like, this, this is jets. My dad went right to bed. He's like, I'm not watching this Josh Johnson guy play quarterback. Like not too bad either. He wasn't bad, but he was bad when, the game was kind of still close. He couldn't move the ball. Like we couldn't yeah. score a touchdown when the game was kind of close. Then it got. I do love that guy's heart. I, I look. No, like Josh. Looks like is. these backup quarterbacks have a lot more heart than Zach Wilson does, and that says a lot. Well, yeah. I think the big thing is Mike LaFour going into the booth once again. My second point. Would you read my freaking mind this 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 week? Like, I think so. My second point is literally keep my keep Michael LaFour in the booth. That's two straight weeks. The offense is moving the ball. They're like 14th in passing in the league, which I've never seen in my life probably since 2015. So keep him in the booth. I think the big thing was, and Michael Ford was candid about this last week too. He literally said, I I want to be in the booth. I was on the sideline because Zach Wilson wanted to be on the sideline. That's why they brought in Zach Wilson's personal quarterback coach to be the quarterback coach now, because now Michael Ford will stay in the booth and they'll, they'll communicate, you know, to, to John Beck, the, the, the quarterback coach, Zach Wilson's personal quarterback coach, and they'll talk there. Michael Ford does not want to be on the field. He's a short guy. He sees the field better from up top and got to keep him there because this offense is one of the top Working. the last two weeks, top 10 offense in the NFL. So you got to keep him up there and we'll see what Zach Wilson looks like with Booth Michael Ford. My third take home versus road. This team is completely different on the home at home than on the road. They are just like two different teams. And that's actually a common theme. I don't know if you noticed, knew this with new head coaches. They struggle on the road for some reason compared to when they're at home. And I don't know what it is. I think it could be a young team thing too. But you could see with the Lions too. When the Lions go on the road, they're like the worst team in the NFL. When they play at Ford Field, they keep things, they keep games competitive. They almost beat yeah. the Ravens. They kept it close with the, the Rams for a good for a good amount of time. Yeah, they got blown out by the Eagles at home, but like it happens that every so often Jets got blown out by the Patriots. But the Jets got have, blown out. Yeah. Well, true. <laughs> but I'm saying like young coach, new coach, like first year in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And besides the New England game, I mean the Jets have only had three home games. Crazy, right? Through nine games. Um they've only got you know, they're two and one at home. They only lost to the Patriots by, by a healthy margin 
and then they beat the Bengals and beat the Titans. So most of their games are at home to end the stretch. I think we could see a couple surprise wins. I don't think this week, but they, I wish they, they need to close that gap on the home road thing. And I think that might happen in year two, but I was just, I just wanted to bring it up because it was just curious to me how bad they are, especially the defense on the road compared at home. It's just crazy to me. I don't know, but shit show looking forward to this week. Probably going to get killed. Is the first thing I wrote. Mike White, right? We talked about it starting. It's exciting. But, um, yeah, I don't have as many strong feelings as I did when the game ended last week. Because last week, last week it was, I was feeling very bad for Jet fans as a whole, which obviously includes myself. Because that wasn't the game we needed or envisioned or wanted. Yeah, Elijah Moore looked good. The rookies looked good. Like, a lot of rookies look good. ABT's a stud, even though he doesn't, he doesn't get a lot of recognition because the position he plays. But we wanted Mike White. We wanted that to be the Mike White game. Thursday night football. Now we got to wait. Now we get this week against a tougher Buffalo team coming off a tough loss. But I'm not angry. I, I, like losses like that, I can't be angry. I, I I was pissed about the defense. It was embarrassing. But this week, if they get blown out and they look like shit, then I might be extremely angry at our next pod. But now – not good content. Not good. No, no. Well, I, I, I don't know what, I, like, there's there's not no, much I, for me to say about the Jets anymore. It's, it's just so, like, it, you're going to bring the good content right here when you talk about that abysmal Dallas Cowboy loss against the Cowboys. They are no longer undefeated against the spread. Most of America found that out this week. Um, so, yeah, take the floor and rip them and do whatever you want because that was fucking terrible. Awful. Awful. Um. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll probably get pissed off eventually as I'm talking about it, but, um, but I kind of want to say I told you so. So I don't get my fucking hopes up with this team. I mean, I, it's, it's, All right, I, relax. No, no. I told you so. Uh, listen, no, I'm going to say I told you so. Loss. I know, and I understand. That. It'll be one of my, my cowboy takeaways today. But all right, let me just get into it. But as you said, Cowboys lost 30-16, basically 30-nothing, 16 points. I don't fucking count. It was all fucking garbage time. The whole garbage time excuse that they used for Dak and the Cowboys last year proved in this game. Cowboys were 6-0 at home the last six games, but they've also been 0-6 against the Broncos the last six matchups. It was just like fucking a rag- – yeah, the, the, the algorithm is just like fucking perfect there. Um, and, and then the NFL (laughs) fixed algorithm. Now all you need is to play the Jets this week and go over five the last five matchups. Let me just be perfect. That'd be great. That'd be great. (laughs) But let's just get into it because last week I got on here and my last point of the my last Cowboys point of the week was, was like, Oh, I got to feel confident. (laughs) I was, I was like every week I'm confident going. And I'm sorry to cut you off one more thing. I should have cut you off one more time. Tell me off as much as you want. I should be telling you, I told you so because you thought it was going to be a blowout. And I told you it'd be closer. Broncos will probably keep it close. Yeah. So just, I just had to call you out for that comment. I don't know why you had to call me out. I don't know. I just, he said, I told you so to be, but I should be telling you, I told you so to you. But that those both told you so's make me look bad anyway. So it doesn't even fucking matter. So whatever. But first point, <laughs> plain and simple. Offense, what the fuck? That is my first my first point. I you're number one ranked offense, right? You're playing a Denver defense is very good. Not not discrediting the Denver Broncos defense whatsoever. But this offense looked at the same level. If you want to take shots at me, if you take shots at you, look at the same level as the fucking Jets before they had Mike White. All right. They look like the fucking Jets before they okay. had Mike White. You saved they had Mike White. I did. I did. Yep. When they have Zach Wills by the center, that's how fucking Dak looked this past week. Um, I mean, and then it just goes to it. Like, you think about it. Like, 
should have Dax should Dax have sat another week? Should have had a whole full week of practice healthy before getting on a field against a good a good Broncos defense. At the same time, I, I understand he wants to get back out back out there. He's itching. He hasn't played a game in three weeks. Um, but he did not look good. He he gave all the haters every reason to believe that he's not a good quarterback. After, after so he is a very great quarterback. I'm going to defend him to the day I die. But when you have a performance like that, it it makes all the doubters happy and all that bullshit. Um, and and he'll bounce back. Obviously, 110 110% believe in it. But he just did not have a good game. He had 24 total QBR. He had a 48.7 completion percentage. It was his worst game over the last three years. I mean, it says a lot about him as a quarterback also that, I mean, if he's not having games like that every so often, then he is a good quarterback, but um, just wanna... you don't have to, de- you don't have to defend Dak here. I don't know. Anybody... I, I, I will defend Dak. I'm going <laughs> to always defend Dak because I uh, trust me. I, I've seen my sources and I've seen people, mostly giant Eagle fans. They're all fucking retarded. Um, and, and that's it. I mean, it, it was the worst game over the last, over, over the last three seasons. Gotta leave it at that. I mean, it didn't help that this whole offense just looked out of stink. Amari Cooper had, has a drop to pass all year. 56 total targets coming into this game has a drop to pass all year. Him and him and CeeDee Lamb combined for three total drops this game. Three. And yeah. to- Tony Pollard added another one. So they had seven total drops in this game, making Dak look even worse than he already did. All right. So, so there's that. All offense just didn't look insane. The run game was non-existent. Uh, Zeke looked hurt. I think he's I think he's a little banged up right now. I think it was his knee or something like that. He should be back. He should be fine. But he just, with the game that was going, I just don't think it was appropriate for him to play anyway either. Um and they just combined for a total of, of 70 rushing yards. It all became a product of his old line. So this all this whole thing was a dynamic that came together. It came to product of his old line. Terrence Steele, my guy, 11 total pressures allowed. Dak was running for his life the entire game. Um, explain why there was no running game. Um, think about it. This was the same Broncos defense. They're very good. But they're the same Broncos defense that couldn't fucking stop Case Keenum. And who was the back? Ernest Johnson for the Browns? The Ernest Johnson, yeah. The Ernest Johnson, who ran all over them on Thursday Night Football just two weeks ago. And I understand, like, I, and this is what it just amazed me. because how the NFL works. Like, I'll get into it later. Um, but you'll never see the Broncos play as good as they played last week again. Probably, probably not even close. Yeah, probably. I'm, not. I'm, 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 they're going to be playing good. They're going to win games coming down the stretch, but they will never look that good as they look good on Sunday. I think for the rest of the year, they just looked like a fucking nine and zero football team on Sunday against the Cowboys. They did. They played offense. a perfect football game. Yes, they did. Had a great game plan, everything like that. But I want to go back to this O line real quick. It just proves that Tyron Smith's probably the most valuable player on this offense um, when it comes to just being meaningful. Because when he's on the O line, they click. They look better. Um, Terrence Steele at left tackle is just not is not the solution. He did. He's had a very good year so far, filling in for Leo Collins. Um, but you know he had a very bad game. Leo Collins came back. He looked very average as well. You, you can't expect that much for someone who's been out for five weeks. Um, but at the same time, offensive line they got to they got to clean it up. Um, and it was and, and it was just abysmal on offense. They number, went for the number one offense, and they just looked like fucking on the same tier uh, as the fucking Jaguars and the fucking Bears at one point. It's just it's just abysmal. they looked like bottom feeders. They looked, offense. They looked fucking like shit. They looked unprepared. Yes. Yes, they did. And that's they why looked like I, they were going to walk in and beat the Broncos just doing them. They were and they got punched in the mouth early. And then 
the questionable fourth downs and the bad call on the punt just kind of it all spiraled and the game got away Fuck from them. that just, rule that, that rule is fucking That's stupid ter- it's just terrible i know but yeah it just just nothing went right in this game especially off- offensively and uh just number two i'm gonna go into this fucking shit because i stuck up as like oh yeah could you not be impressed with this de- fuck this defense this defense is everything overrated that i fucking thought it was and it and it, and it just proved me on sunday i, I hyped these motherfuckers up last week and and my god do they look like shit like if you play any type of close to how you played on sunday ever again as defense they are going to get exposed weekly and look it's just as bad as the defense was last year historically because that was just fucking dreadful i know you want to say something tom go ahead i know i'm being no no, no i'm gonna let you keep going and then i'm gonna talk you off the ledge so this I, i'm gonna be your therapist i'm gonna let you talk you, and, and then i'm gonna tom? talk you off the edge yes yeah, so doctor doctor, i'll be dr tom today so keep going keep just, okay thing. well one of the best all right well let me let me just fucking talk myself into more hatred for myself right now they're one of the best teams against the run all year only let about 80 yards a game they left 200 yards of fucking melvin gordon fucking jamal williams they were combined for almost 200 fucking rushing yards there was just holes out the wazoo they couldn't fucking tackle there was a season high 14 missed tackles on sunday they just it's like they were afraid they did broncos got physical and they just fucking didn't show up probably the most physical they have been against this year except for the patriots game i think the patriots game they were very physical too but Broncos just outmatched them totally, just just fucking bullied them all year. And then and then obviously, like I said, you have a good critiquism. Remember that word I used to use, but criticism. Yeah. Critiquism. And and I and I gotta call out Trayvon Dix. I'm I'm not losing hate for him. I don't hate him. Everyone knows what time of, of corner he is. He's a ball hawk corner, he's not a lockdown corner. I've said that multiple times on this podcast, but he does need to get his shit together. He's starting to look like like once again, this guy was Steve was just and all these players are starting to look like all of what the fucking Dow is saying. Stop listening to the hype. And fucking play your game, bro, because you are letting up touchdowns. The turnovers aren't there anymore for you. You need to play good corner play. And he's just not doing that. Last three games, he's had a fucking PFF grade of 43 or lower. He, he's, he needs to get better. He needs to live up to the hype that he's been getting all year. Stop stop listening to the hype and play up to the hype that you're getting. Um, and Just all the holes need to be looked up at, uh, on this Cowboys defense because – and it, it was all dependent on turnovers and heart and, and they let up the big plays. They, they, they left the yards. I know that, but, but Dan Quinn has let this defense go out there, let them run around, fucking just make plays. And that's why they've been winning games. But on Sunday, they just did not do that. Um, and I just want to give it up here. I want to, you know, I want to be a little positive. I have a little bright spots. Mika Parsons, once again, lights out, had a fucking fantastic game, 10, 10 total, ta- 10 total tackles. And then late, um, late Van Der Esch, he had a fucking very uh, great game as well. He had, nine total tackles, I think seven total stops or something like that. Um, I hope not. Um, but, uh, well, for your case, I hope he is. I wouldn't be too mad if he went to the Jets. Um, but at the same time, I mean, those are two bright, bright spots on the, on the defense. You know, a guy that was injured for the last two years. He's starting to get back on the stride, how he looked his rookie year. And then Mika Parsons just being a, a rookie phenom as he is. He's playing good. But besides that, defense looked like absolute trash. Absolute trash. So you want to go ahead, Tom? You have something to say? Yes, Mike. I liked everything you said. You're 100% right on your basis of everything you said, but you are going you're, – you're being a fan right now. You're being a fan. That's, what, that's, what, probably, my, that's what my third point is. Oh, really? That you're just being a fan? That, like, you I'm understand pet, that this a, is just as, one – As Jay Rich would say, I'm a pessimistic. Yeah, that, that's, that's my third. It was one my, – my, it was one week, right – just you were you were so it was it's so funny that it was so hard for you to give them credit and then the week you give them credit they like lose. That's, that, <laughs> I'm just I'm, as I'm saying. But 
you have to see multiple weeks like this in order to just down them as like overhyped or whatever. Like, like it's, they're not there yet. I think we'll throw another clunker against Atlanta this week and they, and they don't win this game. Right. Then you, then the flags, really then you get like, okay, yes. are they really re- for real? But at one week, Denver's not a slouch team. They're well coached. They don't, they don't beat themselves. Remember when they, they beat the, the jets and I told you that, like, they just don't beat themselves. They don't like in order for them to I lose, understand. like, like the other team needs to do something to stop them because they're not going to beat themselves. Like, the, the Browns got after Teddy Bridgewater. They created turnovers. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, that's why they were able to sneak away a win, really, from the Broncos. The Broncos kept a close all game. They just, they're just one of those teams. They don't beat themselves. So it's just is what it is. I wouldn't take anything out of last week's game and call it a trend because there's been way more good than bad, right? Their loss against the Buccaneers should have been a win, right? And this was the, really their first loss that was, all right, we got beat. But maybe it'll wake them up, and now it's going to start another four or five game win streak. You don't know; so. it could happen. I hope so. Every team needs a kick in the ass like this. Absolutely, every team. But when you're Dallas Cowboys, no, you, you can't afford a kick in the ass because they <laughs> well, because then the ends. media makes a big deal about it. Are they for real? Now Fucking. they went from they went from Super Bowl contenders to going to lose a division to the Eagles. Like one, everything, two, three, four. Besides the Cowboys game on Sunday, there was five other fucking upsets, and all you see on the media is about the Dallas Cowboys. About the Cowboys game because that's where, that's where I know. America lies. I, man. It's I America's know. team. I know, but it's America's. Let team. me just end it here. My yeah. third and last point. Yes, I'm a pessimistic, as this fucking James likes to call me. Because you're a it, pessimist. No, pessimistic. That's what that's what I am. But yes, you're right. I, 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 whatever the fuck you just said, I am that. I'm wearing the fucking Cowboys jersey. I love this team. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make a run to playoffs this year. I think they're gonna win the division with ease. I'm not an idiot, but at the same time, it's just games like like there is letdown games, and then there is what happened on Sunday. I think like a letdown game. I think. Wait, that was, was a letdown game. game. It was that, a trap game. Yes, it was a trap game and a letdown game, but it was abysmal. It's different. There's one thing from a letdown game and a trap game where you keep a team close that's not as good as you, and they end up winning backdoor or whatever like that because you made a couple mistakes. But this game was abysmal from fucking kickoff to the last fucking kneel of the game. It was abysmal. This but entire if you're going to lose, that's the way to lose, no? I understand that. I'd rather lose yeah, to the Broncos I'm, just sure. saying, you know what, we didn't show up today, rather than lose a close one. Because then it's like, why is that game? Like, do you know what I mean? I, I Yes, I understand what you're saying, but it just looked like such yeah. shit football. Yeah, yes. You know what I'm saying? It just, well, you it, don't know like, what shit like, football looks like, but yes. Well, I mean, I played <laughs> I played football myself for fucking Edison. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like as a fan, like, like if yeah, so you shit football. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're close friends. I see the Jets play all the time. Um, <laughs> but I'm scared. But like you, but like you said, I know I, I may have been taking over the edge, but as I, I let my feelings get the best of me sometimes. I just, I just truly believe that this team should be competing every week. I think they should be winning games every week because that's how good they possibly could be. And you and, feel and, that way. And I, yeah, and 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 honestly, and the Falcons line right now. I mean, we'll get into scores, but it's at like eight right now. It opened at like nine and a half for some reason. People yeah. are hammering the Falcons. As they should. I'm not saying the Falcons are gonna are gonna win, but the Falcons have a really good offense and the way that Cowboys defense looked on Sunday. If they play any any close to it, it makes sense. Um, we'll get into it in a second, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not gonna let this team go. I'm not gonna be a hate, I'm not gonna be a hater of my own team because that's why Cowboys fans are the worst in the world, because they hate their own team when bad things happen. It took fucking eight weeks for people to talk shit about the Cowboys, nine weeks to talk shit about the, the Cowboys, talk shit about Dak, talk shit about Trayvon Diggs, talk shit about the Cowboys as a football team. So I'm not letting them go. I'm just trying to be as my as a fan myself, I should be allowed to talk about them and try to be a realist. 
Yes. And that no is doubt. what I'm I respect doing. you for. And that is what I'm doing. And that yes. is all. I and that, that is my cowboy points. Awesome. And and I would just say, let's see what this week looks like. Looks I, like. Yeah. They better before fucking, though, before we get better into blow our, up Dawkins. Yeah. Yes. Before we get into our our college, name that college uh, part of the segment. Yeah, yeah. Get on I your fucking do, knees. Get on your knees. I do need on your knees. to apologize as no. a, as a real man should always do when they're wrong. <laughs> and um, wrong. really, I should be taking props for the Giants win against the Raiders. Yeah, because you're an ultimate jinx. Yeah. Because every time, as you noted before, we press play on this podcast, I talk and rant about the New York Giants. They win. And they beat teams they should not beat, mm-hmm. which just puts the icing on the cake. <laughs> they shouldn't beat the Raiders. I mean, if the Raiders are for real and what they're supposed to be, they shouldn't lose to the Giants, no. even though the Raiders <laughs> suck when they go west to east, always. Um, and they beat the Saints this year when I talk crap. So I'm so not going to talk crap this week, and I'm actually going to predict them to win, win the bye week. Win the bye week. <laughs> Four and six. Um, but, <laughs> no, I will say this. Out of my rant, I want to take back that Patrick Graham sucks. He did suck earlier in the year. He seems to be figuring it out. Those are two yes. beautiful game plans against two high-powered offenses in the Chiefs and the Raiders. So kudos to him. I still think Joe Judge is suspect. Daniel Jones, he didn't win that game. No. Daniel I, Jones didn't win I, that game. It was the defense. I was going to so, say, yeah, we'll finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so, like, my rant was – what was probably half at right. the wrong time, but most of the things I said still came to fruition on Sunday. They won because of two things I said, Patrick jinx. Graham and the defense sucks. That's not true. The pass rush was there. The turnovers were there. The game plan was there. So I'm only apologizing to the defense side of the ball. Offensively, the game plan was good from Jason Garrett. He kept, he took what the Raiders gave him, but I'm still suspect on this head coach, and I'll always be suspect on this head coach unless the Giants magically win. But Giant fans, I will say this. Calm down on you're going to make the playoffs train and that you're going to rip off wins. Just shut up and take the win. And just, aren't, they, aren't they great? Aren't they just oh fantastic? But, like The thing is, they would have been better off losing because you know what's going to happen, Giant just fans? And I feel bad for you. No, no, no. I feel bad for you. They're going to win just enough games to keep this whole regime here. And that's like that's the worst thing that can happen because sometimes you got to go through another bad year just to clean house again. If Joe Judge went six, seven, eight games, he's back. Gettleman might be back. Daniel Jones might be back. Saquon Barkley back? I don't know. Those questions start coming up because it's like, wow, we lost by a field goal here. We lost by a field goal here. We could have won one, nine, ten games. Are we really going to get what if coaching game, staff? Maybe the what if. And But if you go four and fucking 13, they're all gone because there's no questions to be asked. Everybody sucks. But they're going to win just enough football games, baby, that – I just Disaster. love it. I love Disaster. it. I, I love it. They're getting their hopes up. They're all fucking excited over <laughs> in New York because that's what New York sports does. They fucking exaggerate everything. Um, and they beat, they, they beat a good Raiders team. I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking. Of, well, we I mean, don't, we don't exaggerate shit. You can't exaggerate anything. But, <laughs> exactly. but, but at the same time, I wanted to just touch, touch on one of the songs that you said. Like, it looks like it kind of switched this year so far over the last two games, especially. Um, it looked like we were defending Danny Dimes and that, that he wasn't a problem. Like, I don't think he is. The problem, that's a problem. Majority, just, you can't win with but it, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think it looks like the defense is finally playing up to par that they were supposed to all year and how they won games last year. And the offense just looks like shit again. I think that's what I think that literally is like it just flip flopped again. This team just fucking yeah. flip flops, and that's why everyone fucking hates them because they're shit. And you know, it's funny. I um, ranted so bad about them, and then I ended up winning a shit ton of money because they won the game. So it was there just there you go. But, that's because Kyle convinced me and the pig slap. And if, I don't know if you listen to WFAM, but every time they do the pig slap, bro, that, that team wins. And when I heard they were there doing that pig slapping for, for a giant game, I, I was like, that's, that's it. It's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
But all, all, right. all right. So sorry, Giant fans. Um, actually, we have to give our what, what, our predictions for our oh, team this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, I think the Jets yeah, are going to yeah. lose 44-20. I think the line being t- minus 12 and a half. The Bills coming off that loss against the Jaguars. I think if they snuck a win out, I think the game would be a lot closer because they might come in here again, like kind of lackadaisical, but they're going to come in guns blazing. Let's embarrass the Jets. So I'm going to go 44-20 Bills. Uh, I, I I have to agree here to an extent. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, even with Mike White back, I mean, this Bills defense is still very so good. good. Yeah. Still very good. Um, and how many bad games is Josh Allen and his offense going to have? They're going to have to put it together again. Like they were putting up 50 burgers on teams before. Uh, made my pick last week look like fucking shit, of course. Um, but I, I just think a divisional game, they need to get back on track. What better game to do it than against a Jets team is still trying to figure things out. So I think yep. they win this game like. I'd say 35-17. I will say this. Zach Wilson better watch the F out because if Mike White even plays decent in this game and the offense moves the ball against this defense. Correct. Uh-oh. Correct. Correct. Uh-oh. I'm expecting Mike White to get absolutely killed this game. So, I think the Never story know. ends this week. I think Buffalo's defense, like, embarrass us. So. Never know. Anyway, uh, as for the Cowboys, Milk Money, what do you think is going to happen this week against the Falcons? Uh, I'm gonna, not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to say the Cowboys are going to lose this game. This game they should 100% win. I think it'll be uh, a bounce back, bounce back game for them, but I think the line's way too high. Um, look for another shootout game like it was last year. Falcons looking for a little revenge um, from last year, but I think the Cowboys pulled out. I think Dak gets it together this week. Um, give me the Cowboys to win in a big shootout game. I'm going to say 45 to 42. Ooh, okay. I'm going to take the Cowboys, and I think they're going to win this game. I think it's going to be a little low scoring than yours, what you said. I think they won this game 31-20. Nice. And bold prediction, I think Odell Beckham Jr. signs with America's team, Dallas Cowboys, out of nowhere. Um, Okay. Why the on fuck would to... they do that? Why the fuck would they do that, Tom? Because then you got Amari and Odell on the outside, and you got CD in the slot. What about Michael wow, Gallup? Chef you gonna just fucking say fuck you to Michael Gallup? Michael Gallup's gone next year anyway. I love anyway. Michael Gallup. I would fucking I'm, I'm, I'm rather a thousand Michael Gallups and a thousand Odell Beckham. I, I <laughs> no, don't want I'm just talks. bullshit. I I don't I don't think he's gonna sign there. I just want yeah. to stir you up. Yeah, stir me up. Don't ever fucking mention that asshole <laughs> on my team ever again. Um, Wherever and now if he does sign there though, I will be fucking. It'd be crazy, wouldn't it? I just think they would be very, uh, even more overrated then. <laughs> nice. All right, on to. Name that colleague as you're wearing a Rutgers hat. I wish we had Rucker players on this fucking thing, but we don't. I know. Um, we would have if he didn't punch his wife. Anyway, you're, um, you're right. Because the Ravens well, actually, need a running back. He might be retired by now. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Fucking AP is still in the league, right? He's one of the guys that we're going to be listing. I think they came out in the same year. Yeah. Or around the same time, maybe a couple of years. Ago. Something like that. Um, um, but yeah, we did quarterbacks two weeks ago. We did wide receivers. And this is probably week. the last segment. We, maybe we could do cornerbacks, but I don't even know. Well, We're what not going to do what about, what about What about like D linemen? We could do like, well, edge rushers. Yeah, we could yeah, do like, edge like, rushers. Like, they have edge rushers games. and corners. Edge, edge rushers and corners. Yeah. Well, the starting get, corner, you, like Jalen Ramsey, yeah, Jalen Diggs, things like that. You can get big names out of, out of some defensive players. So we can do that yeah. next week or the week after. Cool. Um, all right. Do you want right. to start? Like usual, I'll give you the NFC teams. I want you to start because I want to beat you right. because I studied the fuck out of this and I'm going to okay. beat you this week. I'm going to sip my uh, macchiato. And, uh, well, I, I already know fucking, I know all the AFC running backs that are from the same fucking college. Um, but, <laughs> all right, we're going to start off with your beautiful division. We're going with the Patriots. I think the main guy over there is Damian Harris. Alabama. Nice and easy. There's, there's your answer. The Jets, Michael Carter, your guy. North Carolina. Yes, sir. Bills, I'm going to go with Zach Moss here. I I would say Devin Singletary is their starting running back. 
I, I put both of them down in case you in case you Zach Moss, that. I have absolutely no idea, but I know Devin Singletary went to Illinois State. Incorrect. I well, I have at Florida Atlantic. Unless oh, I, unless, you're right. Florida unless Atlantic. I wrote that down. Unless I wrote no, that no, down. no, no, Florida Atlantic. You're right. Uh, Zach you Moss went to, went to Utah. He went to Utah. Zach Moss. Okay. Kyle Mar would know that. Dolphins, nice and easy. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I was kind of shocked he went there. Miles Gaskin. Washington. Nice, nice. I didn't think you would get that. I thought that was when I first read that. I was like, oh. I, um, I love the I love the Pac-12. Yeah, very true, very true. Ravens. I think their main guy over there right now is Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Michigan State. Yep. Bengals, Joe Mixon. Oklahoma? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. I just know – the only reason why I know that, I didn't even have to look it up, is because every time we played uh, Madden 22 with the colleges, Joe Mixon was in there. That's how I know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was AP and the Joe Mixon backup. Browns, we'll go with Nick Chubb. Oh, Ohio State? No, Georgia. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Georgia. Georgia. Big running back school is Georgia, too. Big running yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Uh, still is embarrassing. Najee. Najee. Alabama. Yes, sir. AFC West, we're going with the Broncos. Melvin Gordon, big running back school. Love running backs, too. Offensive line school. I, 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 know, I know this. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I, it took me a half a second, and then, like, yeah. The reason why like, there's so many good running backs that come out of Wisconsin is because they're O-line. The O-line. The O-line, yeah. The O-line is so good. Um, the Chiefs, I think their main guy over there right now is Darrell um, Williams. I think that's their main guy right now. I can I can get Clyde Edwards Hilaire's LSU, but I, I don't know where Daryl Williams you, went. You want to hear the crazy part? Daryl Williams went well, to LSU. What? They went to the same school? They went to the same school. Wow, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah they both went to hey, LSU. That's awesome. But I looked at both. I, up. I'm probably getting a little scratchy right now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, you like went out a little bit right there, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Little... I don't know what the fuck happens with these things, but anyway. Austin Eckler. Really hard, Kyle. I fucking I. If you get this, I'll blow you. I I did not know this. No, I I know this. I just want to make sure I get the prefix right. I know it's in. My mind wants me to say Colorado, but I know it's not Colorado. It's not. But you are you are on the right track. Yes. What's the it's, fucking it's, it's in Colorado. What we yeah, what what I, what, I, I don't what know. Direction? If it's southern, what, eastern, what, or western. What, what, what direction? Because <laughs> I don't even know. If, I know. I don't know which one exists in Colorado. I, I'm not saying they all exist. I don't yeah. know which one does. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. You want western? Know yeah, western. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll say I'll give you half a point here. Yeah. yeah I only know that because I had him on fantasy, like when he was a rookie, and I'm like, where the hell did he even go to college? <laughs> it was western Colorado. Colts. John Taylor. Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Wisconsin. Uh, the Jags, Carlos Hyde is their main guy over there. Ohio State and James Robinson. <sighs> I'm just I'm counting the guys who started last week because I know injuries are playing a part. James Robinson went to Illinois State. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I wrote down him too, just so you had it. Um, Texans, I guess their main guy over there is Philip Lindsay. Colorado. Yep. Speaking of Colorado, yep. And then Titans, uh, their main guy right now is AP. If you know where AP he, went to Oklahoma, yeah, and, then and then Derek Henry. Derek Henry went to Bama. There you go. That was a bad by me. No, you did really good. You did really yeah. good. The fact that you got the uh, fucking even said Western Colorado. Colorado. I wouldn't have if I didn't have him. Like if I didn't search him like a couple of years back. Like I studied. And also, I'm I think ready. I was gonna give him you for like when we do the three colleges, and then I decided not to because I'm like Western Colorado. Like <laughs> four yeah, I, players. I bet I barely know the big schools, but I studied. I awesome. study. I'm All right, ready. we'll start in the NFC least. Yes, sir. Ezekiel Elliott. The O, Ohio State. Saquon Barkley. Penn State. Philip uh, Miles Sanders. Penn State. Antonio Gibson. 
Antonio Gibson. I know this because I saw the name next to a cowboy. Yes, uh, Memphis. Yes. Memphis, because it's Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah. yeah. All right, on to the South. Cordaro Patterson. This is the one we were talking about before the podcast. The same school as Kamara, Tennessee. He went Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Kamara, Tennessee. Christian McCaffrey. I wonder if you know this. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, big, it, not a big school. It's not Pac-12, is it? Yeah, it is Pac-12. And they're very Andrew fucking, Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck, Luck. Yeah, Stanford. You shouldn't have yep. said it. Fuck Stanford. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, LSU. Awesome. On to the north. DeAndre Swift. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. This is a tough one. I don't think you're going to hit this. I, I did look this up specifically because I was like, where the fuck's Aaron Jones from? And I'm trying to think of the top of my head. It's a small school, right? Not small, but like. It's big, but it's like not. It's but not, sports. but not known. Yeah. Hold on. Don't say anything. Famous trains. It's not UTEP, is it? It is University of Texas El Paso. Uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. <laughs> uh, this is easy. Uh, Florida State. Yep. And David Montgomery. I loved David Montgomery out of college, so I didn't have to look this one up. Um, he went. It, it's not he. <laughs> it's not Iowa, but he's it's school in Iowa, right? Is it the other one? Is it Ohio State? Iowa State. Sorry. Iowa State. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. On to the West. Daryl Henderson. Tony Pollard, Memphis. Yep. <laughs> James <laughs> Connor, cancer survivor. Pittsburgh. Yep. Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Was it like, is it, it was like a small school, right? Like, no, no, no. It's pretty big. Is it? The, cow, the Cowboys. The Cowboys this, of uh, Wyoming? No, Oklahoma State. Oh, I'm sorry. Cowboys, Wyoming. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I thought you were going to give me Alex Collins. Um, I know he's from Arkansas, but I yeah, thought. Yeah. But I, I, don't, yeah. I know you went off of who started last week. I did yeah. like just the, the guy. General. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I have him on fantasy, so I looked him up. It was uh, Louisiana, right? Louisiana? Yeah, the Raging Cajuns. I fucking killed that. That was great. That was awesome. We did both very well. I should study every week. We did. Running backs week. are fun because they a lot of them went to like smaller schools. But I can't wait to do the fucking like D lineman and shit because I'm gonna destroy it. No, I'm kidding. I'm pretty sure they're all gonna be Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, Ohio State exactly, Michigan. exactly. They're all from the same Bama, all the same. All, all right. right, Tom. Good segment. On, on to fantasy. Oh, fantasy. All right, we will be right back. CMT Fantasy back, back, and, and we bad are news. are a fucking losers again. Two out of three but, weeks, milk. Yeah, I, I know. And we're gonna take partial blame here because my sits went off and your starts did shit. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> I think that's like where where it fucking balances out here because yeah, um, Herbert had an awesome game. Brandon Cooks did average. Fucking Joe Burrow laid a fucking egg. He did fucking. Was not no one expected out. that. No one expected that though. Uh, Pitts did average, um, and then Fields. Uh, we were baking on Justin Fields to get under fourteen points for us to win this segment. And he had a breakout and, rookie and game, he had, and he had a breakout game. Looks phenomenal. Becoming a big Justin Fields fan. I I, 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 I hated him last year when he was in college, but as he came, same here. Disrespected. I'm like, dude, 
He's not yeah. that bad. Yeah, like, he's better I, than Mac I, Jones, but gotcha. dude, Justin Fields in fucking New England, they'd probably be like yeah. eight and one right now. Yeah, but your sits were great. Uh, Devontae Adams getting 10 points is big. Um, and then you had two running backs only combined for like 12, Daryl Williams and Derek Orr. And then fucking Devontae Smith had his breakout game, of course, against the Chargers. Yeah. We lost a segment, but only by four points. So it's not like we were, so we're all right there. We're right there. Right there. But Once again, I mean, I'm going to go in the direction of absolutely no explanation. Um, it's working, clearly. Yeah. It's very clear. working for my sits, my start time. I need to start explaining why I'm starting. Um, <laughs> but I'll let you start. Give me your right. two starts for the week. Hopefully, we're not. Uh, we didn't go over this before we went. I know. Today, I know. So we might have the same people. I wonder. I hope not. I'm going with a quarterback and uh, a running back for each. I'm going with a quarterback and a wide receiver. So at least okay, the wide okay. receiver. But the quarterback might be <laughs> the same. I'm curious. All right. Ready to say it? Three, two, one. Ready? Three, two. One, Josh Matthew Allen. Stafford. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. We're, good. Nice. We're good. Let me pull up my, my facts. What the fuck's going on my phone? Let me pull up my, my factuals. But, yeah, my first start of the week is we just – <laughs> I was not picking Josh Allen for the fact that he's going against the Jets because you love doing that shit. You got to stop doing that shit. <laughs> but um, I'm going with Matthew Stafford against the Niners. I, I think that he's going to have a big bounce back game. Obviously, against the Titans, he – didn't look like shit. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I know he was throwing balls like Tyrod Taylor was throwing balls. He just flipped it around in the end zone and throwing pick sixes and shit. Um, he only dropped 13 points against the Titans. He had a very bad game for Matthew Stafford on an elite team. And, and we, like we talked about, there's upsets and everything like that. I think it's a bounce back week. The Niners are a fucking shit team. I, I, I don't know what's so going on with them this year. They're kind of stinky, as Kyle yeah. Moore would say. They're kind of stinky. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them this year. And I think this is a great game for the uh, Niners, for the for the – Rams and Matt Stafford to bounce back. Uh, their defense allowed six quarterbacks to score 90 plus fantasy points, including five uh, five of them over 20 and two of them over 25. So Matt Stafford is going to have a big game fantasy wise against the Niners this upcoming week. My second start. About time we give respect to this motherfucker because he is going off every week. I sit him back to back weeks in my fucking leagues and I got to stop doing it. I, we got to fucking start James Conner people. James Conner <laughs> is that guy in Arizona and is going against his Panthers team. That's fucking shit, but not that much shit. I'll get into it eventually, but he's been on fire. Dude. He had 40 fantasy points last week, three total touchdowns. The weeks before that, he was doing the same times. Chase Edmonds, he's out of action. So he's just the main guy right now. Go with James Conner. If you have him as an extra running back, you put him in your flex. Get your points worth uh, because this guy is good. And by the way, this Falcons, uh, Falcons, this Panthers defense is allowed four running backs, score 40 plus fantasy points over the last five games. So look for Conner to keep producing. Those are my two starts. I'm going with Matthew Stafford against the Niners. And then I'm going with James Conner against the Panthers. Those are my two starts. Nice. And for those people who do have Conner, just pick up, you know, Benjamin the backup to James Conner, just to handcuff him because Chase Evans probably out like four to five weeks. And for me, I, as I always said earlier, I'm going with Josh Allen against the Jets. Jets probably the worst, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I think they're actually ranked 32nd now because they've gotten absolutely torched by offenses the last three weeks. Josh Allen going to have a big day. Simple as that. He's sucked the last couple of weeks. How many bad games is he going to have? Like you said before, he's bound to bounce back. A lot of people who have Josh Allen oh, – like if you're picking a quarterback that early, you usually get a good backup. Uh, most teams I see like have Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Jo- like just start Josh Allen. Don't don't mess around. Josh Allen, Jane Hurts. Start Josh Allen this week against the Jets. My second is going to be Cortland Sutton against the Eagles. Cortland Sutton was not a big part of the Broncos game plan against the Cowboys. I don't don't know why. I think they just wanted to get Jerry Judy going. His legs working. Tim Patrick had a big game, but I think 
Cortland Sutton's going to have a big day against the Eagles' second corner. You saw Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was had a very good game against, Keenan against looks like the, the number one Eagles. Again. Yeah, I think Cortland Sutton's going to fit back into that that role at home, and they'll get him going because anytime a player like that doesn't get going one week, they, they try to feed him the next week because you can't have right. a player not get that much action multiple weeks because then – Exactly. They need Cortland right. Sutton to make a playoff push. So I'm going to start Cortland Sutton. Just to recap, Josh Allen versus Jets and Cortland Sutton at home against the Eagles. Love. Who are it. your two sits? Milk money cash. My two money. sits. I'm going with the quarterback. The exchange with my start of another quarterback. I'm going with Ryan Tannehill against the Saints. Um, Danny Hill. Tannehill has been up and down in the stat sheets all year. He's failed to break out a 15-point game without Derrick Henry behind the behind the huddle. Um, you're going to have to throw the ball. You're going to have to be a good quarterback if you don't have a running back like Derrick Henry uh, doing the hell. But it looks like he's getting help all around from this fucking Titans team right now. It's just amazing that they're still winning football games. But that's what happens when you're well-coached. Um, but he's also scored nine, uh, a few of the 19 fantasy points in four of his last six games. Um, I keep on the sidelines this week. I mean, he faces the Saints defense that is very good, and they always allow under 90 points uh, fantasy-wise because quarterback. So I would sit Ryan Tannehill against this really good Saints defense. And then there's my second sit. As I'm saying, uh, for James Conner, we got to stop disrespecting, dude. It's about time we start disrespecting this dude. Um, Antonio Gibson, what a fucking disappointment that he's been this year. Um, I would, I would mark him down as a sit this week. I would mark him down as you need to start giving him the boot. Um, I don't know what the hell happened to this guy this year, but he's also about to uh, play a defense in the Buccaneers fresh off a bye. Um, really good, really good run defense. He hasn't scored more than 8.4 fantasy points in each of his last three games. Um, he, he's getting touch shares with JD McKissick and Jared Patterson. So if you're getting touched with Jared Patterson in this situation, then, Tony Gibson is just not the running back that you thought he was going to be. Um, and then and just another thing, uh, the Bucks defense, just want to praise them a little bit, their run defense. They've only had one back rush for more than 67 yards wow. this year. So they Our are both really specialties. Stop the run. Stop the run. So sit Antonio Gibson, and even if you want, give him the boot. Uh, but, yes, I'm going Ryan Tail, uh, quarterback against the Saints, and then Antonio Gibson running back against the Bucks. Those are my two sits for this week. Awesome. My two sits, I'm going to – the Panthers Cardinals game and I'm going to sit Christian Kirk. I think D hops going to be back this week and Kyler Murray. And even if Kyler Murray isn't, I'll just sit Christian Kirk. I think the Panthers actually have a really good secondary, especially with Stefan Gilmore back. They play a lot of zones. So Gilmore will match up on Kirk any, you know, multiple points of the game. Just, just sit him. I don't like his matchup. And second, I'm going to sit Dallas Goddard against Denver. Denver is such a hard team to play on the road, especially Jalen hurts kind of stinky. Um, Denver does very well against tight ends. So just a Dallas Goddard. He's he's getting a lion's share of the targets, but I just don't think they're going to be able to connect. And I think the game's going to get away from the Eagles. So sit Dallas Goddard. To recap, I'm going Christian Kirk, put him on your bench, and Dallas Goddard, put him on your bench. Woo! Woo! Hopefully All right, now to our favorite back. segment. ZNT Vets. We Coming will back. be right back. Milk, money, cash, money, ZMT bets yeah. back. Back. Give me your picks against the spread and your pop pick for the week. Will do. Here we go first. I'm heading to Arizona. I'm going to the desert. Um, I think the, the Cardinals are going to sleepwalk in this game right here. I think it's a very big conference matchup. Give me the Panthers to cover 10 and a half against Arizona. I think it's a let, letdown game for Arizona. They're still going to win. I think the Panthers will cover and do just enough. Christian McCaffrey's back. Sam Darnold will clean it up. Give me the Panthers. Second, love this pick. I'm going with the Browns 
against the Patriots. Plus one and a half. Yes, I love Mac Jones. Yes, I love Bill Belichick. But this Browns team's getting together to keep the OBJ out, and the wins are starting to come in. Give me the Browns to cover and win straight up against the Patriots. Lastly, I'm heading to Las Vegas. Cha-ching! Give me your money and win money off of this game. I'm going to Las Vegas, and this Chiefs team, they do not impress me. They're on a winning streak. The Raiders just lost to the Giants. This is the best trap game to take and win some money on. Give me the Raiders plus two and a half against the Chiefs. Running it back. We got the Panthers plus ten and a half against the Cardinals. Browns plus one and a half against the Patriots. And the Raiders plus two and a half against the Chiefs. My prop bet for the week. The last time these two faced, this guy got together. He was throwing the ball over the place. Give me a shootout and give me Dak Prescott to bounce back this week. Give me Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdown passes. Go ahead, Tom. Mm, I love that last pick, and you'll realize why next. As for TL Smooth Picks against Spread, week number 10. Give me the buffalo bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills in the meadowlands as a 12 and a half point favorite give me the bill minus 12 and a half as for my second pick i'm going to lambeau field the frozen tundra the return of dangerous russ let russ cook give me the seahawks getting three and a half on the road against the packers crazy i love that return for russ crazy that he came back already and my last pick against the spread mikey d keep that hat on doug dig it home home with the home dig doug dodo give me the cowboys we them boys bouncing back after a shit game against the broncos eight points i'll take them lay the eight against the falcons to recap i'm going bills laying 12 and a half on the road against the jets seahawks getting three and a half on the road against the packers and the cowboys laying eight at home against the falcons in a bounce back week my prop bet for the week easy kill elliott Anytime touchdowns for Woo! Wow, we are big on the Cowboys this week. Will it bite us in the ass? We will <laughs> we'll find, find out, and we we, will you'll hear from out. us next week. Oh my goodness gracious, we need two Dak touchdowns. We need him to cover eight points, and we need a Z touchdown. Yeah. Um, hey, anything's possible. Anything's possible. But Tom, we went three and five total again last week. We had another down week. You went two and two once again. And I am pronouncing myself as the king of one and three because I have done it. I think we need seven, to change that. We need to change that. Six out of the eight weeks that we've been doing, or, or seven out of the nine weeks we've been doing this, king of one and three. It is just impressive. Um, I've had a one and three week. I think week two, I went one and three, right? Yeah, yeah. You're the only week that you went one and three. But, I'm the king of two and two. I always get like that weeks. four o'clock spread wrong. I always have a four o'clock game in there and it's always wrong. Let's hope the Cowboys are not playing on four o'clock or they're not playing one o'clock this week, right? Okay. All right. Um, yeah, but Tom, as always, you know, you can find us sports underscore ZMT on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And yes, this is that. And you can find us on TikTok and YouTube. We have a link tree now, as we mentioned last week. You can find us, get caught up with the ZMT family, bro, because we are just all over the fucking place. We're just on every social media, on every platform. Our faces, our voices, they're everywhere except yes, for viral. I don't know why we're not viral, but I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, time will tell. Time will tell. And Tom, Forgot to mention this, but this is our 50th total episode of CMT Sports. We've done this 50 times. We've done this 50 times. We're heading to another anniversary. How great is that? We've been doing this for quite some time. They're watching us grow up. Our dicks are still getting smaller. Awesome stuff. Um, Tom, as always, it is a pleasure. Do you have anything else to say before we conclude our 50th anniversary? Go boys, go Jets. Let's shock the world this week. Let's shock the world. Mike White, baby. Let's get it. Shout out to those Giants on the bye week. Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tom, I will catch you later. Later.